0: So, welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space 102 FM, uh, coming from our Common and studio here in Ada. My name is John Keely, and still joining me is Shane Ambrose. And it's a uh, delight for us to welcome again into our program Father Chris O'Donnell. Good morning to Father Chris. How are you?
1: Good morning. I'm good. And how are ye?
0: We're good. Thanks a lot, Father Chris, for joining us this morning. Good. Father Chris is joining us today to help us to start off our period of journeying through Advent. It's been the first Sunday in Advent. And we asked Father Chris to come on, just to share maybe a few thoughts that he might have around Advent. I suppose the first question that I'd ask Father Chris is, some people want to know, what is Advent?
1: Yeah, Advent, I'd always say we, we do, we, in, at Easter we hear the phrase, we are an Easter people, and hall- hallelujah is our song. Um, and I often feel when it comes to this time of year, we are a Christmas people and we kind of Advent isn't something we, we fully maybe engage with or sometimes fully grasp. And that goes for all of us. You know, we can see it as this sort of passage that we have to journey through uh, to get to Christmas, you know, whereas sadly, it, it, that that would be a diminished way of viewing it. And yet I know I've often done the same myself. But Advent is a season, it's the start of a new year in the church. And uh, it's a a time where it offers us a chance to reflect and to be reflective and to live a little more deeply and to be more maybe aware of time and faith and life and love. And to see then uh, by the time we get to Christmas, uh, hopefully we're even in a better place to enter into the celebration of Christmas. But I fully understand that for people Advent isn't a season that seems to maybe grip them as much as maybe Christmas itself or Easter and so on, you know?
0: And have you got a few ideas maybe as to how maybe we can live through this period as best we can? I mean, certain people can do certain yeah. things and certain people, not people Yeah, there's always...
1: Yeah, and, and see, I suppose with anything in, in life, it, we, we can always make the most of whatever season we're in. And it doesn't make big demands on us. Like the the first gospel of Advent this year, it's the gospel of Mark. And like in it, it talks about stay awake sort of and, and be alert. So phrases like uh, alertness and awakeness, uh, uh, awakeness and so on. So like, even if we just reflected a little on that, I suppose we often think that we pass on faith or we pour in faith to others or we give them faith or, or teach them faith. But I think it was probably John Otona who used to always talk about awakening faith, that actually we, we don't give faith or pass faith or pour faith. In some levels we do, obviously. But largely uh, anything in faith is a, an awakening because it, it's already in us. Uh, awakening to what is within us and around us. So it's that sort of mindful way of living. Mindfulness is a phrase we hear an awful lot of. But Advent gives us a, t- a chance to actually go. Okay, how how awake or how alert to to the life to my life am I? Can I just little slow down, even just moments, be be silent and be still, or you know? just reflect on how I'm living. So uh, Advent is a great chance and opportunity to do that, to just be a bit more uh, awake and alert to the present moment. It, It reminds me there's a reflection. You see, we're all living in the past or living in the future, and there's a great reflection that talks about, Lord, when I look for you in the past, you're not there because your name is not I was when i look for you in the future and i think of all that's ahead i won't find you there either because your name is not i will be but if i look for you in this moment i will find you because your name is i am and i suppose advent helps us and encourages us to make the most of the present moment it's the only moment we have and it's the only moment in which we can encounter and live and and i suppose find God as such. So that like that doesn't take time. That's just a little mindset shift, finding little pockets to sit or to be or to be still or just to, to bring a bit of awareness to simple things that we're doing every day and invite God into those little bits and pieces of our daily lives.
0: And uh, Father, Father Chris, do you do you reckon um, in the times that we live in at the moment, times of restriction, that we're not able to be as free as we were before, diverting our attention to other things that, that we're, we're just having to slow down a little bit. Does that help us a little bit?
1: Well yeah I suppose we've the, the distractions that life normally gives and that and the, the busyness and the noisiness of our lives now God will be in the busyness and the noisiness, thank God, but we may be less attentive and aware of, of God when we're, when our lives are busy and noisy. So definitely there there is that chance that we could become, we have more opportunities now to be more reflective because all those things that we normally would be busy doing, sadly, we can't, and that's a pity. But also, sadly, I suppose what works against it is maybe there's a lot of anxiety around the current situation that prevents us from kind of taking advantage of these opportunities because we're almost as humans resisting the struggle that's around us and then it can be hard to pray and enter into the present moments particularly when present moments are difficult but definitely yeah there's there's more of an opportunity there now more than ever but also at the same time it can be a bit of a struggle because we tend to resist uh, the challenges in our life Uh, and sadly I'd always go the more we resist something the harder it becomes so it's about trying to just still find our way into present moments, sit and st- still and be and just breathe a bit more deeply,
2: you know.
0: Thanks, Father Chris. And and, and Shane, have you got any few thoughts yourself around Adventon, the start of Adventon?
2: Yeah, um, I suppose it's, as, as Father Chris said, it, it's, it's the season, it's the liturgical season, which is very much um, overlooked, I think, throughout the year um, in terms of I suppose, the opportunity that it presents to us. Um, I suppose there, there, there is a tendency for some people to see it as the Lent of Christmas, if you like, in terms of the preparation. It's not as severe in terms of the, the tradition that's associated with it. And as, as Chris said, it's very much around that whole idea of waiting and even longing. Um, and I suppose when I was reflecting it during the week, there was a couple of things that struck me about it. And one of the facts is, that maybe this year, more than any other year, um, we might have have a chance or an opportunity to have that idea of longing and waiting for Christmas because of the surreal times that we're living in at the moment. And the other thing I suppose that struck me about it was the fact that we seem to have been longing and waiting a long time because when the the restrictions started, the first lockdown started back earlier in the year, we were actually just into Lent and we didn't really have a chance to celebrate Easter. You know, so we, we've been missing one of the, the liturgical highlights of the year. So as we face into this Christmas, I suppose the the, the the challenge or the question for people is, you know, how do you see the divine opportunity in what's presented to us in terms of, there's a way of looking at it, I suppose, that, owes oh, it's the restrictions and complaining and being negative about it and, and, and things like that. But there's also a way, I suppose, of rediscovering what's involved. And I came across a great expression during the week, and it's the idea, I suppose, of what's called a holy longing, you know, that we, we live in a, in a culture, in a society where we're used to getting what we need relatively quickly. But the whole idea, I suppose, in the spiritual tradition is this, you know, this idea of holy longing, because it's not something that happens instantaneous. It's not something, you know, that happens overnight. And the great example, of course, you know, the primary example that's given from a faith perspective is, you know, we long for heaven, but we're here on earth kind of a thing, you know. And, you know, Julian of Norwich calls it a thirst. Uh, Teresa of Avila, she she called it the wound of love, um, you know, which is propelling us towards God. And is meant to draw us back to God. And Saint Augustine wrote that the whole life of a good Christian is a holy desire. You know, so it's it's that idea because we're we're longing and capable, we're longing to be capable for longing for God. Um, you know, by stretching our it stretches our desires, stretches our mind, stretches our, you know, and that whole thing that's there. And it it's the challenge for us, I think, at the minute is, as Chris said, it's finding that space and opportunity to be able to still things. And after the year that we've had, I think this Adventus, this Advent, hosts us with, a, or poses us with an ideal opportunity to kind of return to that idea of perpetual yearning and to rediscover that innermost space within our hearts. You know, there's... There's a, there's a, you know, we we we've you know we've 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 kind of I suppose been 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 you know tied up to a certain extent, um, you know, with, with different restrictions and on and on for the last couple of while, um, but I suppose the question for us is kind of how do we see the opportunity in that and see the positivity in that, because whatever whatever I suppose it's, it's that whole thing of looking I suppose for the 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 silver lining for every cloud. And when you look to the challenges that we face in life, the question is always: where is the opportunity that God has given us um, within that challenge, um, within that moment? Um, you know, within that opportunity for us, as as John Henry Newman said, to have that dialogue with God, heart to heart. And you know, it's 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 an interesting one as well because there's a lot of talk. Oh, we need to have Christmas. We need to have Christmas. We want to have Christmas. And it's, you know, I think we need to kind of take an opportunity or take a moment for ourselves and kind of say well hang on a second guys you know it's it's sometimes we have this idea of christmas in our head it's a very dickensian victorian kind of image and it's all going to be wonderful um you know but it's still four weeks away stop in the now as father chris said you know that it's 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 and see where you are don't be panicking you know um, it, you know, Christmas isn't just the day it's, it's the liturgical season depending on how you count it it's 8 days or 12 days um, and it was just kind of look at it this year from the point of view of freedom and you know be relaxed about when things will happen don't be fixated on trying to get everything perfect on the day you know and, and that whole thing for Advent it gives us the opportunity to kind of think about it, um, and, it you know, and to reflect on it
0: Thanks for that, Shane. Um, Father Chris, the, the other sort of tradition that we've had in our Catholic Church, and it, it should be, really we should be doing it more after maybe than what we do, but the other tradition is to try to ensure that we, that we go to the sacraments during the Christmas season, and one of the sacraments that we're encouraged to go to is the Sacrament of Reconciliation. Can you speak to us a little bit of that and its importance this time of the year, Father Chris?
1: Well, yeah, I see. It's important, I suppose. It's the sacrament I love uh, because I need it so much, unfortunately, and yet, fortunately, in equal measure. So, yeah, whatever time of the year I'd see it, it's a sacrament of healing. It's a sacrament of letting go. It's a sacrament of grace. People often will have uh, had, sadly, maybe negative experiences or felt judged or shamed and Like there's nothing in this sacrament that is about shame or judgment or making people feel less than it's reminding us that we're, we're more than our worst mistake. We're way more than that. So like at any time of year, the sacrament is, is great because it's that opportunity just to to let go and to kind of hear God whisper in and through that sacrament that you are loved and that it's okay. And, then there's the grace given to help us to be better. And then if you're like me, sadly, you'll find yourself back maybe a week or two later, lamenting the same faults and failings in your life. But that grace is still there and that forgiveness and that love. So obviously, if you're trying to prepare and do something different, you know, for Christmas, uh, you know, you could go, do you know what? Advent's going to be a time to take stock, an opportunity to to let go of those things and find that bit of peace and that healing that the sacrament brings.
0: Thanks, Father Chris. And um, maybe there's one little idea, one little thought that you might want to leave the the is with this morning as they begin this journey um, during this time of Advent.
1: With yeah, well, I suppose Shane was talking about that longing within us. It brings us back to that famous Augustine line that we, we all use, that our hearts are restless until they rest in you. And just to, I suppose we need people to remember to be gentle with themselves because like it's it's like it's funny. So many people, John, would have said to you, if I get this block of time at home, I'm going to get the garden sorted. I'm going to get the house sorted. I'm going to get this, that and all the others done. And And then suddenly we found ourselves with this block of time. And maybe we weren't able to to do the things we wanted because I suppose we have to remember that we're living through difficult times. So the opportunities that are there that we kind of would have thought, "Oh, sure, if I did this, my house will be sparkling." But just to remind people to to be gentle with themselves in the midst of stuff, and if they can take advantage of that opportunity to to to, I suppose uh, deepen their spirit. That that's a good thing. I'll, I'll leave you with two little quotes, if that's okay. Just maybe it may may or may not help. But Arnold Glasgow, I was talking about awakening because like you don't have to go outside yourself to find God. Uh, so it's about awakening what's within you. And Arnold Glasgow, he said, when you awaken, you understand three things. That life is more than you think it is. Love is more than you think it is. And you are far more than you think you are. So to be awakened is to live deeper. And maybe during Advent we could live a little deeper. We could be awakened and realize and understand that life is more than you think it is, that love is more than you think it is, and that you're more than you think you are. So maybe we can just find ways to, to create space for that. And the other little reflection I'll leave you with we shared it on our Facebook page. I, 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 I don't know who sent it to me, but it was lovely. And it says more than enough. So it says, be kind to yourself. Let the bad days go and focus on all of the good days ahead. Life isn't perfect and neither are we. There will be days that don't go to plan and there'll be days that exceed all your expectations. It's all about balance. It's about taking the good with the bad. At any given moment, doing your best is all you can do and doing your best is more than enough. So I suppose in this season we pray that people will take the opportunities, do their best and know that doing your best is more than enough and hopefully that there'll be opportunities to, to find growth and light and love during Advent if we just sat and, and breathed it a little more and were still a little more.
0: Father Chris, thank you so much for your for those beautiful words, just to finish off, to share with us. And now oh, maybe we will go for our second piece of music, and this one is uh, it's by it's been it's by Marty Hogan, and this one is entitled Shepherd Me, O Lord. So come back and join us again in part three, where we we'll read and reflect on the Word of God.